business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? over Johnny it's Saturday it's THD movie review and it is certainly not over we are just starting damn it we are just starting with me as always I've got Anthony what's up Anthony what's going on bro not much at all man and not even special guest anymore just just joining us Bobby Anthem how's that Again, no, I'm not a guest. I'm not a guest anymore. No, no you're <laughs> I haven't just... been a guest in a while. No, nah, you just come hang out when you can. That's pretty much the way it goes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, decided not to do a movie tonight. Um, probably my fault. I'm actually fucking tired as shit. I had to, uh, I had to drive drunken people to an Alabama concert. Anthony, do you know who Alabama is? No, I don't. I'm a black guy. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, you had to break, you had to break, you had to break this down for me, box. Please, break this down for me. Oh, I, 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 I would go with, uh, like a seven, late seventies, early eighties country band. Back yeah, when it's been a, yeah, it's been established that I, not a fan of country on the show. Well, this is back when uh, you know country was actually good, and and cr- country was crossover music back then. Country was actually easy listening, also. Ah, so some even smooth rock. Yeah, yeah. You you heard some of it on some of the uh, you know the the, the rock stations and country yeah, was different. I guarantee, I guarantee you've heard some country rock that that 
you just never really classified as country, but I, I also I guarantee you actually like these songs. Some of them, dude. Some of the Eagles songs were were a, a lot of the Eagles songs actually were crossover. So if you've heard an Eagles song, you've heard some technically country songs. Matter of fact, Jimmy Buffett started off as a country singer. I mean, well, like I said, if you watch, you know, I'm sure you're not going to be jumping to watch this. If you watch Urban Cowboy, there's a song in there called Hello, Texas. Guess who's singing that motherfucker? Jimmy fucking Buffett. You've been pushing that movie for... <laughs> I do. How long is it? That, that's, that, that's, that's really one... That's probably, like, my last, like, favorite movie that we haven't done. That and Uncle Buck. We haven't done Uncle Buck yet, either. But uh, we have Urban Cowboy. I will get Anthony to watch it one day. I mean, I mean it, it, it's Travolta at his coolest. I don't, have you ever seen it, Bobby? I have not. No. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised just, just because of how old you are and how... Big, how much of an influence that movie had back in the eighties? Once again, Bob, once like... again, box two black guys. Nah, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, honestly, I'm pretty sure I've had opportunities to see it. It's just, you know, <laughs> just to be truthful, it just that it just never spoke to me, you know. And um, and it's funny how the word urban and cowboy really don't go together anymore. So it's uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. so oh, before, before we get too deep into the uh, show here. Mm-hmm. I want to wish you guys and everybody listening a happy Detention Day. Oh, really? Detention yes. Day, really? You guys don't get the reference? Well, I think I, I think I can connect the dots. I, so one of my I'm, favorite movies. I'm, I'm hoping it's a Breakfast Club day and there's yes. not, nothing else going on. Okay, good, good, it's good. It. Okay. So <laughs> I, the movie was released in February '85, but in the movie, the day they served detention was Saturday, March 24th, 1984. Cool. How about that. And we the just, fact that it's on a Saturday, yeah. we got to celebrate it. We just happen to have a show going on. That's fucking nice. Yeah. And we did Judd Nelson last week, so yes, perfect tie-in. We did do a Judd Nelson movie last week. We haven't yeah. done. Have we done Breakfast? No, we just did John Hughes movies. We haven't done. We haven't yeah, separated them yet, but we will. Uh, we will. We will. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. Yeah. I guess that'll be the trade-off. If I do a Urban Cowboy, you got to let me do Breakfast Club. <laughs> Bro, we did fucking Fat Beach. You owe me still, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> titties, don't remember. Come on. No, no, no. One titty scene does not make up for that shit fucking festival movie. <laughs> you still owe me an urban cowboy at least. Right. I'll, yeah. I, don't, make me, don't make me make it grease. I will. <laughs> he hasn't made you watch Trippin' yet. So. I'll, Count your blessings. I'll... I'll but, oh, you didn't like Trippin', Bobby? <laughs> Trippin' was Trippin' was a background movie for me. It wasn't a movie that had my undivided attention. It, it had its moments. Who 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 was in that one? Uh, Dion Richmond. Uh, that name don't, may not sound familiar to you, but but from a Cosby show, Rudy's best friend growing up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. He actually yeah, did a lot yeah, of stuff and, uh, as an adult. Once you see him, you'll know who he is. I believe was uh was Essence Atkins, not Essence Atkins, not her. I'm thinking of the other girl. Mia Campbell. Is that that yes, yes. She was in that. Yes. Yeah, she was fine too. Before she you know was. drugs got to she... her. <laughs> before what? Before the, the drugs and the crack got to her. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Right. Yeah, LL actually reached out to her because you know they did that show together. Right. Right. Yeah. Drugs, crack, yeah, they're a thing, Bobby. People do them. 
I realize that. I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> oh, for her. Oh, you meant with her. Oh, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm well aware of, uh, <laughs> of crack cocaine. Oh, <laughs> oh see, oh. Weebs likes Grease and its soundtrack, so m- maybe I'll give you a reprieve that night, Anthony, and me and, me and Weebs will do a Grease. Uh... You disappoint me, Weebs. You disappoint me. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. That would be man. interesting, though. Weebs understands okay. the world. You have to like Grease, dude. It's just, it's just you have to. It's a lot of movies you got to get to, in all honesty. You don't have to watch Grease, Grease 2, but you have to watch Grease 1. All right, all right. so since we're talking about this stuff now, okay. what's your favorite Travolta movie off the top? Ooh, I would, I would honestly... Phenomenon? <laughs> no. Yes, Phenomenon is my favorite. He's so gorgeous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Man... Just don't say Battlefield Earth. No, there's there's Urban Cowboy, there's Get Shorty, there's... Oh, that was a good cool. one. Because he's so yeah. cool, and well, he's so cool in Get Shorty, but you got Face Off where he's fucking... Oh, that's badass. He was badass in that one. How do you pick a favorite Travolta movie? Seriously. Oh, it's easy for me. Broken it's Arrow. for me. Broken Arrow, where he's a bad motherfucker, whole a crazy bad motherfucker. All right, Bobby, go ahead. You start. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it's it's easy for me, man. Pulp Fiction. Okay. That's okay. just you know that that's that's <laughs> yeah. one of my all time favorite movies, point blank. So yes, yeah. actually, it's actually a good choice. Movie that saved his career or resurrected it. Resurrected. Yeah, resurrected. Yeah. All right. I even liked. I even liked the uh, what was that movie? The. Uh, the boy in the bubble. Uh, what was that? You know that old movie he was in, where it was kind of a departure from yeah, the cool boy in the know? bubble or something like that. Bubble boy or uh, not? Not not, yeah, not bubble boy. Not bubble boy. The boy in the uh, yeah right because that was something different. The boy yeah. in the the boy in the I can't remember what it was called, but it was a, it was a departure from what you were used to seeing. Yeah, it was John Travolta. Yeah, it, it was called not worth remembering the name. That's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll circle back to it. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, Yeah, and Weebs brings up Travolta's going to be playing Gotti soon. That's going to be fucking great, I think. I mean, the last person to play Gotti was fucking, who, uh, Asandamante, right? Yeah, that was, no, it might be hard to top because Asante did a pretty good job with that one. He did. He did. I I, I actually like him, fucking Demolition Man. Or, uh, yeah, Demolition Man? Yeah. Yes. Just had to think for a minute. But yeah, that's the right movie. So uh, let's get into some randomness before we get to the list. Because that's what we do on the show. All right, let's do it. Should we should we address the uh, BS rumors? Well, they may not be be uh, rumors, but who knows? The Me Too movement has hit Steven Seagal. Oh, man. That, I, I know you. I hit, when I hit you with that news box, I know you was crushed. <laughs> I am, dude. First Kevin Spacey. Now Stallone. The, the Stallone. I mean, uh, but I mean, come on, Steven Seagal. I mean, I'm not saying I don't. I mean, he's kind of a fat mess, but that's that's besides the point. I mean, yeah. I mean, Bobby can relate to this. That, that that would be like somebody trying to come out and accuse Prince or something. Man was a pussy magnet. He don't got to take shit. <laughs> I mean, Seagal is kind of an eccentric guy too, though. Like, I on one hand, I wouldn't put it past him, but I still, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't know if I want to say I find it hard to believe. 
I wouldn't put anything past anybody, but I, I don't know. I, I would. Uh, you, you can't go believe in every accusation. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just getting to a point where I just. I mean, look, I don't want to like uh, dis, uh, discount anybody's uh, stories or anything like that. You know, before anybody throws that on my lap, but it's just like it's getting to the point where it's like pile on. You got this guy, you got they, people accusing 90-something-year-old Stan Lee of shit. I mean, it gets to a point where it's just starting to get absurd for me. Yeah, that, that's what the problem is. There's So much of it is, is being proven to be garbage. So much of it is being exposed. It's like, what the hell do you believe now? You know, when you, you muddy the waters. Like, a, a, lot of this, a lot of this shit is actually happening. So, so the bullshit accusations, are, it, it does nothing but, but hurt the actual victims who are going through these things for real. Yeah. (laughs) We've says with all these actors and the Frank Dukes thing, I'm just really, (laughs) I'm just really not in good, good shape at all. He's kind of right, dude. You know, (laughs) I I, 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 I really don't want to talk about Frank Dukes and blood sport. Right. I, I, I'm still having a hard time. Yeah. Come on box. Come on. I need you to make it to episode 100 with me at least. I'll be all right. As long as we don't do another fucking, as long, as long as we don't do Bloodsport two or anything, we'll just look, bro, we, look, bro, look, bro. We just need enough episodes to go into syndication. <laughs> had the people enjoy, enjoy we'll the see how many, uh, We'll see how many of Boxman's heroes we can ruin. Oh, that really just that that I I I, just, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just let's just move let's just move on move on move along. What, what were we talking about, Steven Seagal? Oh, poor guy. I don't know, like I. But you know, like Bobby said, I I don't want to put it past anybody, and like I said, he's kind of a fat mess, so who knows? But I mean, I don't know. I, I just hate that it's going with like every fucking, you know. I'm not even, I'm not gonna say top actor. Steven Seagal hasn't been on top in a long time, but every pretty famous actor is getting hit with a fucking you know allegation, and you know, like you said, Bobby, a lot of them are proven starting to get you know kind of proven not true, but really bad for a lot of people either way yeah and, it's, and it comes down to like when you get to the point um with the cosby situation for example now we're not like we're not a show that's going to uh, assume guilty or innocent on anybody's account but once it gets to the point where it becomes like a game of oh it's two women first of all when you rape one person when you're accused of raping one person that's enough for me but once you start to get to a game of oh, 12 women and so it got to the point where it was laughable two dozen women come forward yeah. First of all, it ain't that no, no man, no one person has that kind of energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> like from the sixty, like so from like 1968 to like uh, what 2004, this man in rape 40, 50. Come on now. Hmm. I mean, I know there's proof in numbers, there's strength in numbers, but after a while, the numbers start to get absurd to the point you start to look at it. You start to look at it almost like as a conspiracy to bring somebody down un- unjustly. My opinion on that. No, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. Yeah. And it's interesting. I'm not going to get too deep into it before I, you know, do do the research. But I'm sure you guys, uh, Anthony, I know how diligent you are with with uh, diving into things. But um, yeah, it's interesting that you, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the gimmick, you, bro. Right between the lines, I, 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 it's interesting that you mentioned the word conspiracy because there 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 have been talks of uh, certain conspiracies. Uh, theories behind the whole uh, Bill Cosby thing um, regarding his, I, I want to say his attempted purchase of uh, 
NBC or I, I, I can't really fully remember the exact story. So I don't want to put wrong information out there. I have to do a little bit more research. It was Kevin, it, but it was Kevin Sullivan, wasn't it? Kevin Sullivan did it. I, I knew oh, it. God damn the dastardly son of a bitch. Yeah. No, no, I'm going with JJ for good times. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you got to bring kid Don might into this shit for <laughs> no, 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 but I've heard those th- rumors that, you know, he did. Because it got to a point in the 80s where, um, to Bobby's point, Bill Cosby got literally big as the network, bigger than the network. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't talking, you know, I don't know how true it was, but I did hear those rumors, too. Nobody's bigger than the network. <laughs> Nobody. All right. Okay. All right. I, 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 is that all the randomness we have? Because yeah. I'm starting to get like depressed and pissed off at the same. Yeah, time. Yeah, that got pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not doing well right now. Fucking Frank Dukes, you son of a bitch. Just just focus, uh, Elvis. Just breathe and focus on Elvis. All right. Oh. All right. Oh. 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 All right. Let's go. There you go. All right. So anyway, we got this little list that we're going to go through a little bit here, uh, kind of get everything going. It is the, um, what is it? The all-time greatest comedy movies. Uh, there is 100. We're going to start at the bottom with 100. We're going to go to 50. If we're looking good, maybe we'll breeze through the other 50. If not, we'll do a part two coming up in a couple weeks here. So we're going to start with number 100. Um. This is a ranker list. If anybody wants to know where it is, by the way, it's the um, the uh, you can just go to THT Movie Review on Facebook, click the link right up top. It's pinned to the top, and follow along. So here we go. We're starting down here at number one hundred, and this one actually is. I'm, I'm already starting to get mad at this list. Uh, number one hundred, <laughs> Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. One hundred. Wow. One hundred. The first one was better, but this one should be up higher than a hundred for sure. Okay. All right. I thank you. I agree. This definitely. I mean, this was Jim. I mean, what was this? His like third or fourth really breakout kind of movie. I mean, he yeah. was so hot at this point, and this was a yes, it was a sequel, but it was very funny, very fucking funny, and stuck to the fucking character, man. Yeah, I, I imagine that the uh, I imagine that the first one is pretty high. Well, I would guess that the first one is pretty high on the list. I would regard the first one as a classic. We'll see, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. But yeah, number one hundred, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. So Ace Ventura two, whatever you want to call it. Ninety nine, ninety nine, Super Troopers, two thousand one. Oh, he's lying. I'm getting pissed now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you seen Super Troopers? Yeah, I've seen Super Troopers. Bobby, how about you? You know what? I've seen it again. I had a lot going on when that movie... When was that? Uh, 2001? 2001, right. Okay, in 2001, I had had two babies. So, so, uh, you know, by the time I would have actually seen that, it would have been 2002, at, at which point I had three babies. So oh, if, if I if I had that wow. movie on, I was watching it in the in the back. It was in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said you had a lot going on. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, this, this is at the this is at the part of the show where we go pause, fuck the movie list, 
the fuck was Bobby doing between 01 and 02? Hey, man, I, it's Paul clear Nicola. what I was doing. <laughs> it's pretty obvious what I was doing. Sounds like 2000 and 2001 were full of fucking is all I'm saying. But uh, anyway. It's all good. Shit, good man, Bobby. Good man. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> So, Super Troopers. Now, Super Troopers was sort of like a... Uh, the, was this like the first... Broken Lizard comedy group movie, like the their kind of like breakout movie. If if I, I believe it was. Uh, now, would you say it kind of did it remind you of um like an early version of um, Reno Nine One One? Think that's the vibe they were going for. Yeah. Now, was Reno Nine One One before this or after this? I want to say it came after. Yeah, I believe Reno Nine One One was after. Now, Reno Nine One One might have been trying to copy this because I definitely yeah, saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I, was I, always the feeling that I got. I, I did too. Definitely, they were trying to capitalize. I think it was like might have even been the same year, maybe a couple years after this. But yeah, Super Troopers. I mean, I've seen all of Reno Nine One One. Great show, but Super Troopers, man, definitely another one. Ah, you know what? B Megs might be right. Club Dread might have been before this. I might need to look that up. Maybe not. Thank you. Fuck it. Reno did come after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Reno was after. Thanks, Weebs. All right, so Super Troopers is number 99. Now, number 98 I have not seen. This is uh, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make, Benefit, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan, starring Pamela Anderson and Sasha Baron Cohen. Wow. I have seen Borat. Crickets. I have seen Borat. Have you seen this one? This one, no. I saw the original. The original was hilarious. Yeah, there's the... I mean, Jesus Christ, put this one at, like, number 101. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, uh, it was a sequel? I don't know. All I know is when I see Pamela Anderson's name, I just, you know, if she's not naked, the movie flopped is all I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, let's move on. Uh, we move on to 97, a very old movie. 1968 is The Odd Couple with Jack Lemmon and Walter oh, Matthau. Walter Matthau. Yeah. You have, have you seen this one, Bobby? I'm thinking I must have. I've probably, uh, probably seen that one on cable back in the day. You know, it's, it's The Odd Couple. I always liked The Odd Couple. Every Every incarnation of the uh, the mm-hmm. Odd Couple, I actually enjoyed. So yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been a very long time. I saw this movie as like a kid, so I don't even know if I could uh, say anything on it. Anthony, I know you probably haven't seen it. I saw the sequel, but not the original. Okay, was there a? Sequel? Oh, they did. They, they they did like an updated version, I believe. They did. Oh, there were it. a few. There were yeah. a few reincarnations of it, but uh, this was the original 1968 one. <clears throat> but uh, I was a fan of them as a as a duo together. Though great chemistry, man. Talent, not lemon. Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. They went on to do grumpy old men, Grump, grumpier old men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great fucking movies, man. Uh, number ninety six. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Probably, yes, probably right where should they should be. Out here. Probably right, right, uh-huh. right, 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 right where they should be. Right where they should be. Oh, <laughs> you weren't a fan. I, look, they were funny, those movies, but, you know, this is, you know, greatest comedies of all time. There's a lot. I don't know. Oh, come on. Oh, I would say on. this at least in mid-70s for this one. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you the other two. 
five, but the original was fucking hilarious. Dude, when you hear the next two, you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, maybe he's right. Come on now. Well, uh, one little thing about uh, that uh, Harold, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about that movie is actually the fact that the guys who wrote that movie had nothing to do with Hollywood. They were just some regular guys who had an idea for a movie about a couple of real-life friends of theirs. And they they decided to write the movie, and, and they pitched it. And it was the first thing. It was their very first experience in Hollywood, and it went very well for them. You know, kind of gives you hope that in, any regular person with a decent idea can make something happen. Yeah, and that's fucking cool, man. You know, that, that That's really good. But uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, there's – when we go through this list, maybe we'll – you know, maybe we'll put a pin in that, and I'll be like, "Yeah, you guys still think Harold and Kumar belongs where it is?" Right. I do, because uh, I have not actually reviewed this list, so I'm going into this cold tonight. So, yeah, we'll see. So next right. one. All right, all right. So let's go to the next one, number ninety-five. Stir crazy, nineteen eighty. Oh yeah. Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder. You want to talk about chemistry? We just talked about Hell Jack yes. Lemmon and Hell. Walter Matthau. These guys, the chemistry between yes. Pryor and Wilder. One of the great duos yes. in the entire Classic. history of, of film. Absolutely, yes. man. Absolutely. One of the, one of, go, go, go ahead, Anthony. I was going to say, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Stir Crazy, and another one they did, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is a really fucking good one, man. But yeah, both of the... Uh, Stir Crazy, I mean, it was one of like the first... I guess you could say not dirty, but you know, language type movies I saw when I was a kid. I was probably six or seven years old. I was probably yeah. seven or eight more when I saw this movie. And yeah, great fucking movie. But um, I, I, I don't know what more we can say. So let's go to 94. 94 is Uncle fucking Buck. We brought it up already. Macaulay Culkin, John Candy, Laurie Metcalf. Um, but. Uncle Buck, man, one of my favorite movies, and I've I've said before, John Candy, absolutely was a huge John Candy fan. Anything he was in, I don't think I can find a bad movie John Candy was in. Absolutely not. Uh, so I mean, Uncle Buck, I love that one. It's so many. Honestly, Box, you know, just listening to your affection and affinity for a John Candy has reminded me that a lot of my favorite movies growing up involve John Candy. Mm-hmm. Uncle Buck, he wasn't in it very long, but the original Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that gets overlooked, in my opinion, Summer Rental. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Oh, hell yeah, I've seen that one. That's an excellent fucking movie. That's him, and uh, John Larroquette is in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not a huge part, but he's in that movie. That's a really underrated movie. I don't know why. It, it might be on this list somewhere. I'm not 100%. I didn't scan this list 100% either. I kind of like not scanning it as we go through it. <clears throat> I just kind of scrolled through it to get to the bottom of the list. That was about it. Maybe slower than I should, but, you know, anyway. But, uh, yeah, Uncle Buck, I will uh, I will pretty much guarantee this is a one John Hughes movie we will get to this Christmas. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, stay tuned till Christmas. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, there we go, 94. 93 is actually an animated film, The Incredibles, from 2004, oh, yeah. the animated film. Okay. Kind of strange, okay. that kind of movie being on a, you know, greatest comedy of all time list, don't you think? 
Yeah. Wow, that, that really says a lot about that movie. Mm. It wasn't bad, but I just it's one of those movies that I, I don't necessarily I would I wouldn't necessarily classify that as a, like a classic. I'm inclined no. to agree. To agree, it, it was good. It was enjoyable. Of course, of course, I've seen it. You know, my kids are right in that the age where they would have wanted to see that movie. It was right. enjoyable, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would put it on that list. That's yeah. more of an honorable mention, in my opinion. It, it's it's definitely a weird spot for it, especially at number ninety three when you've got you know fucking Ace Ventura two down there at at a hundred. Yeah. But again, this is a ranker list, you know. To be honest, yeah. if you guys don't like where they are, get in there and fucking change it. Vote your ass off. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it's a it, it, it's a crowd it's a crowd ranked list. So yeah, yeah. Damn millennials, how the fuck are you want to put the Incredibles ahead of Richard Pryor? <laughs> you fucking <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. seriously. That is kind of a travesty. That is a travesty. Uh, yeah, I, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't even think of that, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah, please get to the next number for you know. I yeah, I don't want to go. I want to lose my pressure like five, five, six movies in. I can almost hear the fucking the, the vein in your forehead bulging. Um, <laughs> all right, the next one is number ninety-two. We're looking at the producers. That's the this is the Gene Wilder, Kenneth Mars one from when is this from? This is from the sixty nineteen sixty-eight, the original one. Uh, I'm, I, I'm I'm taking a peek right now. Yep, I, yep, sixty-eight. I have not seen it, but I am a fan of Gene Wilder's work, so I'm going to assume it was pretty good. Yeah, and by the way, when you click on it, it brings up the newer one with uh, Matthew Broderick, uh, Nathan Lane, and Will Ferrell. It brings up the new one. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 1968 when this when the original one came out with Gene Wilder and Kenneth Mars. But uh, I have not seen the original or the newer one, so I'm an asshole. I'm pretty sure that's one. The original is one that I've seen probably when I was well, definitely when I was a kid. But again, it was just it was on in the background while I was playing with my toys. So, all right, uh, Weebs brings up one reason the Incredibles might be on here. It didn't make six hundred and thirty-three million dollars. Uh, <laughs> all right, maybe it does. Des- maybe it does deserve a spot on the list. All right, but- many talks. But above Stir Crazy, come on, man. Um, anyway, number 91, this is a movie we have covered. This is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wow, that's Close. pretty low. That is low pretty, pretty low for a movie like this. But uh, I bet it ranks higher on a stoner movie list. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the list to go over right there. A stoner movie list. Maybe next yes. time we do a list, we'll have to do fucking stoner movies. Yeah, fuck ranker. We'll have to. We'll have to do it. A, we'll have to do a THT style uh, stoner list. May might have to do that, man. That might be one way to do that. So yeah, that's one we've covered. I'm a huge fan of that movie. Uh, we get to see some uh, a, lo- a lot of good t- talk about titty. That movie's got titty everywhere. Yes. Yeah, I love that fucking me though, man. Fast Times at Richmond High is another one of my favorites. Glad we covered that one already. Um, you guys got anything on that movie? No. Oh, that's it's classic. Yeah, it's classic. It should be higher. That's it it, sh- it should be higher, and I believe the next one a little should be a little higher too. This is why I like doing these kind of crowd crowd ranked lists because you're kind of like, what the fuck are people thinking? Um. Number ninety, Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Mm. Oh, so. mm. Mm. Oh. 
Ricky Bob, no, they didn't done Ricky Bob. Well, at least we know this list not just prejudicing his black people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Well, Michael Every... Clark Duncan was in this movie, so he yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Ricky, I mean, Will Ferrell, man. Like, special. I would say, like, early two thousands, early to mid two thousands. Mm. Is there anybody that you can think of that was funnier than Will Ferrell on a consistent right. basis? No, no, not on a consistent basis. Absolutely not. Yeah, for a while there, I would have said that he, Will Ferrell was the funniest man alive, just from Saturday Night Live and his movies. He could not miss. Right. Absolutely, man. Everything he did, all his movies. I mean, starting with fucking uh, A Night at the Roxbury. Him and Chris Kattan have some good uh, good chemistry, too. Yeah. In the movies. yeah. I, I, I wish they did a few more of them together, but I liked Talladega Nights. That was, this, was, this, was, this was a good movie. I could see this up in the 50s, maybe 40s, maybe even a little higher. I would put it even higher. Yeah. I, I I said maybe a little higher. Mm-hmm. Calm, calm it's down. one of the one of the movies that I had to own a physical copy of one of the DVDs. That uh, I owned. Yeah, same. Yeah, nice. for me it was this and uh, what was the other one he did? Old school. I love Farrell and old school. Yeah, yeah, I I liked old school too, man. That was definitely a fucking good one. Um, all right, let's go to 89, breaking down the 90s, going to the 80s. So now right. we go right to 89. This one should be higher too, man. Zoolander. Oh, yeah. Jesus, what the? This, this, <sighs> and, and, and by the way, I refreshed this list right before the show. So this is like new shit here. This is current. <laughs> this, is, this is real fucking current. But uh, obviously Zoolander was the uh, Ben Stiller movie. Um uh, and Owen Wilson, those two seem to have really good chemistry together, too. They're in a bunch of fucking movies together. Uh, this is one of the movies Ben Stiller got to do with his uh, with his girlfriend. Is she his wife now? Not sure on that one. I don't know. That blonde girl, I forget her name. That's his whatever. That's his significant other. Uh, so, But she's in this movie. She's in Dodgeball. Pretty much when you see Ben Stiller, she's somewhere in the movie. So, But yeah, Zoolander got to be higher are you like that's not even the sequel too man yeah that needs to be higher yeah but in so but in general though you know not just with zoolander are you guys like ben stiller fans Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and and and, you know it's funny he was actually in a movie with uh, patrick swayze and liam neeson way back in the day um this was a really it's kind of an underrated patrick swayze movie Next of Kin, and he played the son of a mobster. Wow! You kind of no comedy. You actually he actually got killed. You know he didn't. Wow. Uh, Christine Taylor, thank you, Weeps. But he uh, he actually got killed um, early in the movie. But uh, yeah, so that was like his first acting gig was the, in in that movie right there, which was uh, Next of Kin. Wow. Oh. Well, you know he is he is kind of. Royalty, you know, with uh, both of his parents True. being famous. Yeah, you know. but I mean, you thought for a minute there he was going to try to take on some serious roles, and I don't know how he just boom from that role became a comedy guy. But hell, I'm sure he's glad. I'm, sure, I'm I bet he's glad he is because he has probably made way more money doing that. Absolutely. But all mean, these years later, we're still quoting. Uh, There's something about Mary. Oh, I'm, I mean, and and those those fucking Fokker movies with him and De Niro. You tell me those things aren't fucking money maniacs, dude. Yeah. 
enjoyed those. Oh, I did too. Those those movies are, are are still making a killing when they. Yeah, I'm a fan, man. Mystery Men. Um, mm-hmm. He was in a fucking. He was in a puffy video, man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, All right. Hell yeah. yeah, I'm a fan. Mystery Men was good. I'm actually a, a, a Paul Rubens fan. He was in that movie. Oh yeah, I love seeing him. Any work that he can get, I'm, I'm happy to see. Oh yeah, and then you watch Blow, and you're like, "That's fucking, pe- that's fucking Pee Wee, man." Uh-huh. Oh god, so many jokes to be made about Pee Wee Herman being in a movie called Blow, given the information we know about the man. <laughs> he was oh. jerking off in a theater. That's all he was doing. Yeah. It's okay. No, 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 oh, it's okay for your for a guy to get blown in a theater, but God forbid a guy tries to take care of himself. And, ooh, oh, believe it or not, I'm not even mad at Pee Wee. I'm judging the cops yeah. who were actually there. They were there. they were fucking there to catch him. What the fuck was they doing? Well, it, it, well, that's true. But my thing is like my only issue, and I, I even said this at the time when it happened. This happened at a time. When you can watch porn at home, like there used to be a time where that wasn't a possibility. You had to go to the theater. He could have fucking rented a fucking tape. He would have been just fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He did have the money. He did have the means. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, All right, let's jump over here to number 88. We're looking at uh, a 1970 movie, MASH, obviously based on the hit TV show. Uh, two of the stars in this movie, though, were uh, Robert Duvall and Donald Sutherland. Wasn't the TV show based on the movie, though? I thought. The TV, show, the TV show came after, didn't it? I have no clue when the actual yeah. TV show MASH started. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest, you know. Okay, never yeah, liked yeah, it was the other way around. Mish is agreeing with you guys. I, I, all right, stop, rewind, flip it. Now I'm correct. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, because it had a lot of, uh, it had other, you know, the movie came first, and then obviously the TV show came afterwards, and then, and then uh, I guess Radar from the show, and I was never a huge MASH fan, I watched a few episodes whenever there was nothing else on, but Radar had a spinoff, and then there was uh, another TV series that was a spinoff of the movie, but was not connected to the actual TV show match, Trapper John MD. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that that was connected to that. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, the even the movie was actually based off of a novel mm. by Richard Hooker. Just so you know, hey, better you're a better man than me, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 that theme song was the bane of my existence as a kid. As soon as that, whenever I heard that theme switch, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I could never Suicide get it. Suicide is painless, man. Suicide is painless. <laughs> that and uh, what was the other one? Um, F Troop. Couldn't stand that shit either. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm familiar with F Troop. All right. I guess we should go to the next one here. The next one I have not seen. Uh, this is an old movie. I'm talking 1933 Duck Soup. A, a, uh, old, oh, fuck yeah. The Marx Brothers. An old Marx Brothers movie. All right, Bobby. Hell yeah, man! I love the Marx Brothers. Cool, man. Yeah, way uh, obviously so way, you seen this way one? before my time. Yeah, man, I've seen all of the Marx Brothers movies, man. I'm a big fan of those guys. Fuck I man. mean, obviously, it's way before my time, but that was when, like, comedy. They obviously they didn't have all of the fancy special effects. Um, the the mic work was shitty. The the camera quality was shitty. So they really had to 
be funny to carry the movie. Mm-hmm. And and they were able to do it, man. Um, I, I, I always enjoyed the Marx Brothers over, like, the uh, Three Stooges and <gasps> any other black and white comedy. I got to tell you, man, I love the Marx Brothers. Absolutely love the Marx Brothers. Over, over the Three Stooges? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm going to leave you alone and let it go. Everybody has an opinion. That's what I'm saying. Be mine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Anthony? I was going to ask you, Bobby. That's a fair point. I'll never criticize a man's opinion. No. But uh, where do you stand? Where would you rank the Marx Brothers in comparison to like a Jackie Gleason or Lucille Ball? Because I'm a big time fan of those those guys and girl gals. Queen of Clubs, the Queen. Lucy was just brilliant, just just overall. She was just brilliant, just just completely. Um, I mean, they were right there in that same era as well. Um, it, it's hard for me to even rank, like to uh, to. I can't put Lucy head to head with the March Brothers. I put them right up there together. You know, yeah, good man. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't pick a Travolta movie. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to do that either. You don't have to do. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to make choices. I don't choices. need that pressure. You don't have to do I don't that. need that kind of pressure. Yeah. yeah it's Got to be, too much going on in my life. It's supposed to be fun, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> if it's 01 or 02. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? I'm still feeling the effects of 01. <laughs> He's still recovering. <laughs> Literally feeling the effects. <laughs> Mentally, financially, mostly financially, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure. Right. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to number eighty six here. I, I'm I'm really glad you had seen that movie, man, because I'm like nineteen thirty three. Right. Holy shit, this is good stuff, man. I'm telling you, dude, don't don't write off the Marx Brothers. No. Any, t- any opportunity you get to check out a Marx Brothers movie, check it out. A lot of good one liners. Groucho was a genius. I mean, and they were all brothers, and they all had their own individual styles, man. If you have a chance, it might be a little tough for you to sit through it at first. But just give it a chance, and I think you would appreciate the comedy. Yeah, that's cool, man, because it's always better to have something to say about a movie. At least one of us has seen it. Yeah. That's, cur- that's, that's, that's that's fucking cool, man. But anyway, we're going to go right here to number 86. Another one I think should be higher. To me, this really should be a lot higher. The Mask. Jim Carrey and Cameron, <laughs> oh, and Cameron Diaz's absolutely. breakout role, I believe, in this Cameron movie. Cameron Diaz at the peak of her hotness. Yeah, I, I think this might have been her first movie role. It was. It was, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, yeah, talk about the peak of her hotness. She really was. But uh, this movie at number 86, this this is an injustice. Yeah. Absolute injustice. I mean, this was 1994, I believe the same year that the uh, the uh, other movie came out, the uh, Ace Ventura movie came out, right? right, 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 right. 100. That was... Uh... That was 95. Oh, 95. All right. So the year after, oh, so. Right there in that same era. Yeah, was, and then both then both had a cartoon that came out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, pu- yeah. Pun intended, he was smoking at this, <laughs> in, in, Absolutely. in the mid-90s and late-90s. He was on fire, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, this movie I, this should be way fucking higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. Put it in perspective, this is 94, right? Right. Yeah, this movie. Uh, the first Ace Ventura came out in 94. Dumb and Dumber. So that's three movies right there. Over 20 years later, people still look back on his classics. Absolutely. So I would say... look back on it living color. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, it, it's funny you bring up in living color. Isn't it funny how he went in reverse? Like when Samuel L. Jackson was coming up, it was Sam Jackson. And then once he made it, oh, it was Samuel now. 
<laughs> Jim Carrey went from James to Jim. Isn't it funny on a show that was predominantly black guys, the one white guy really made the, made the success. Oh, wait, that's not actually funny, is it? <laughs> hmm. Anyway, let's not even bring hey, that the Wayne, up. Right. Wayne's had a good run. Had a good run. You know what they 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 have, but had a hell of a run. But Jim Carrey really fucking broke the fuck out. Oh, he dude. crushed it, man. But you he know what? It. That show spawned a lot of stars. It, it, it really Fox. did. It really did. You know what? Jim Carrey. I I I hate to say it, but he was the most talented on that show. He really was. Jim Carrey was the most talented, the most versatile on that show. I believe he. I believe it was right for him to be the probably most famous out of him. Even though he's batshit crazy right now, that has nothing to do with what was going. Oh no! By I... far the most charismatic. Mm-hmm. And and B Megs is bringing up Jamie Fox. Yeah, Jamie Fox did have a really, still has a really good career. So yeah, I I, I would say him. Uh, I mean, you know, Tommy Davidson, decent career. Uh, who? Uh, Bill Bellamy was the DJ, if I remember. Correctly? No, Sean, oh, Sean, Sean Wayne. Sean Wayne. SW1. Uh, Bill Bellamy was on yeah. there, though, wasn't he? No, Bill Bellamy wasn't on there, I don't think. Uh, Where the what? fuck did he come from? Uh, <laughs> Def Comedy Jam. Really? Was his big break. Yep, that was his All big right. break. I, I, remember, I remember him from Def Comedy Jam. He's, he's really not that funny. Uh, but he was in uh, 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 um, uh, Any Given Sunday. Booty Call. Booty Call? And he was on Booty Call. Yeah, that was, that was the connect, because he was in Booty Call with... No, he wasn't in that. He actually coined the phrase booty call. That came from him. And then Tommy Davidson and Jamie Foxx were in the movie. Ah. Yeah. There you go. There's your in living color connection. Very good. Tommy Davidson, though, did a, uh, what was the name of that old movie? He, um, Hollywood Shuffle. No, that was that was uh No, you're right. It, that was a Keenan movie. Are you that sure? That was Keenan Ivory Wayne. He was in it, though. Yes. Tommy Davidson was in that, wasn't he? Um, he might have had a brief cameo, but that was, that was Keenan, that was uh, Robert Townsend. Actually, it was, yeah, Keenan wrote Robert the movie, Townsend was Keenan and Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend Yeah, definitely... I think they both wrote it. You know, that was, uh, no, that was Robert Townsend's movie because he basically damn near went broke oh, trying to get it made. And it, and it was loosely based on his life, which was why the character's name was Bobby. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, he sacrificed everything to make that movie and to make it big in Hollywood. But yeah, Keenan had a lot to do because for a while they were kind of partners. I think Damon Wayans was in that movie. Um, ah, Tommy Davidson might have had uh, no, I was wrong. A couple of brief moments. Oh, he wasn't in it at all. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, he wasn't in it. Uh, uh, with- you know us white guys, we get our black guys mixed up. I do yes, have to they- say that's Hollywood Shuffle is one of my. F- favorite terrible movies because it was not a it was not a good movie but i love that movie i remember it it's really really a long time since i've seen it but i do remember that movie and i i i, I ah we brings up bill bill uh, bellamy was also on mtv i forgot about that i forgot yeah. he did he did um oh what was the name of the show he hosted it was it was a um it wasn't a yo. It, was it a yo MTV Raps that he hosted? No, that was Dre and that was Dre and that lover. That was Dre and lover. All right, I'm, he was. He did host something. He though. did I host something. It was. I, was it one of the spring break shows? Maybe. Give me one second, guys. I'm looking it up. All right, yeah, you look that up, and you know what? While you're looking that up, let me go ahead and go on to the next movie. Uh, go. All right. All right. Yeah, because well, let's see. We were on '86. We were on the mask. We were on '85. Uh, now, this movie might kind of be in the right place. Robin Hood Men in Tights. 
enjoyed that movie. It's about right. I mean, I enjoyed it, but this is ranked about right. Bobby hated that movie? No, no, no. I said I enjoyed that. Oh, I thought you said you hated it. Yeah, it it was good. Um, And, Box, you got a little aggressive there. You look like you (laughs) come through the the Skype, you some bitch. You hated that fucking movie? I, I, I liked it. It's it's it was a little out of the Mel Brooks. I don't know, just not a very traditional Mel Brooks movie. But it, you could also tell it was Mel Brooks by a lot of things he did. Obviously, he had a quick uh, cameo in it, like Mel Brooks usually does. But right. yeah, nineteen ninety three, funny movie. Um, you know, I mean, Patrick Stewart, Mel Brooks, Richard Lewis, Carrie uh, Carrie Elus. Ilus, Ilus, Ilus is in that movie. Uh, just a fucking really funny, like most of uh, Mel Brooks' movies are, just hilarious bullshit. Oh. Well, as far as Bill Bellamy's MTV run, uh, he was a VJ, hosted several shows. He did a Beach House, MTV Beach House, and MTV Jams. Oh, MTV Jams is the one I was thinking of. Yes, okay. That's, I can even picture the logo. Yeah. That's the back when they played music. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, all right, so I think we got the Robin Hood Men in Tights down. Let's go to number 84. 2007 British film Hot Fuzz. I know the title. I can't place that movie. Supposedly it was like a really good movie. It's on Netflix right now if you do want to watch it. I actually passed by it today and didn't even <laughs> it to my list, but... I have not seen this, so I, I really don't want to comment. Anthony, have you seen it? No, it's actually been on my to-watch list for a while mm-hmm. because it's one of those movies that I had avoided. But then I was starting to read some reviews up on it, and it's gotten pretty positive reviews across the board, so I definitely do have to check it out at some point. Yeah, supposedly it's a good movie. I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up checking it out. Um, it's just that name kind of threw me off. Sounds like the ba- name of a bad CZW show. Well, they tried to name one Hot Buzz, if you remember. Oh, uh, that's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I'm like, it's a fucking 2007 movie they're trying to name this shit after. So, well, uh, Mish in the chat room says it was a great movie. So I'll check it out. I will check it out. Uh, Weeb's just saying it's it's from Shaun of the Dead. So it must be a, uh, what was that? The uh, Broken Lizard guys, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, all right. All right. I'll check it out. 83, we go to kind of an odd one to be on this list. Zombieland. Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone. Uh, 2009 movie, kind of a weird one to be on a comedy list, huh? It's a dark, it's a dark comedy. You yeah, into that type of thing? Yeah, it was. And I, it's again, it's been a while since I've seen this one, but I've, I've only seen it once. But I'll be honest, I'm a Woody Harrelson fan. It's not one of his best, but it's not like a horrible movie. Yeah, and I'm, I haven't seen it, man. I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of did a one man boycott of the whole zombie craze. You know, I, I'm, I'm the type of dude where. If everybody's all into one type of thing and they say, "Oh, you gotta watch this," I'm like, "No, don't, don't tell me what to do." So, <laughs> I, I, you know, so I couldn't get into like I never got on board with the whole zombie thing. All right, all right, all right. There we go. So, all right, uh, let's move on to eighty-two. What do you think? Sure. All right, Toy Story two. Tom Hanks, Kelsey Grammer. I gotta tell you, any of the Toy Stories being on this list, I'm not gonna argue with. Because they're huge. They are. And but... even as a comedy, I know it's like, well, but it's a comedy list, not a fucking highest grossing movie. 
I know. We'll do that one day, too. But these movies, to kids, these were some of the funniest movies ever. So, again... To adults, too. Well, uh, some some adults. But, again, this is a crowd-ranked list. So, I mean, this kind of tells you who... This list kind of tells me who's using the Internet, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, and Anthony kind of brought it up, too, mm-hmm. you know, which is why a lot of these movies are placed um, where they are, you know. You got millennials pushing the buttons. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, when you go to number 81, you're probably going to be pissed off here. I mean, Toy Story 2, I think we could all agree, understanding why it's on the list, doesn't really belong here, though. Even when I, yeah, even while I understand, I don't think it belongs here. It's a different type of movie. It's not really a comedy. It's more of like a family-friendly type of deal. Right. Right, not a comedy. Now, not a pure comedy. Now we go right from a Toy Story two and a little animated movie to number eighty one. This is going to piss some people off. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds, the original eighty one. Eighty fucking one. Fuck that! No, no, fuck that. The titties in this movie alone should put it in the top twenty. <laughs> you know what? I mean, this was uh, nineteen eighty four. The original Revenge of the Nerds. Incredible, Nerds. and by the way, a, a early John Goodman movie before all the you know Roseanne and all the shit. He when he went kind of batshit crazy, thinking he was a singer and stuff. That speech was hilarious, though. Oh, there, oh, there, there, there are so many great moments in this movie. But like Anthony says, just for pretty much the titties alone, this movie should be higher on the list. Eighty-one. The, the, this list is really this list is pissing off our chat room more than me. <laughs> and it's like the thing is like all of us well maybe not you box but i know me but we're like in that millennial age bracket but it's just like still like just bad taste yeah of these people with the list i'm sorry it's just bad taste it, it is but i mean i'm I, to be honest with you from the looks of this list i'm i i guess i should be happy that revenge of the nerds is 81 i don't know this list is really throwing me off but uh <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get to that. Uh, Bobby, real quick, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. What do you got there? Well, I was just gonna say it's kind of it, it. It definitely deserves to be much higher. Just looking at the fact that that movie set a trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the very first of its kind as far as basically the lovable losers being the mm-hmm. the hero, the unconventional heroes. But it really set a trend. Look at all the movies that followed. You know that. Uh, copied that pattern really or not really the pattern but copied that uh you know the whole lovable basically the lovable loser right unconventional hero thing so yeah man that that definitely deserves to be much higher and i mean i'm sure a lot of people always say well you know that's just kind of a ripoff of fucking animal house i get it i get it and you know what it is but you know what they both have their own dynamic uh animal house will be a classic because of the cast and Revenge of the Nerds is a classic just because it was one of those early fucking epic yes. comedies that yes. just I mean kind of defined the eighties, you know what I mean? I get the I get the I get the comparison too because I thought that too. I had that in mind with uh, Animal House mm-hmm. and Revenge of the Nerds. But if you look at like Animal House, the the characters in that movie, they were basically slackers, which like I would I would say that most people, probably a lot of people listening to this right now could have been classified maybe as slackers or would relate closer to slackers as, as being cooler than 
nerds. Right. Like, of course, right now in this day and age, like, it's, at some point, it kind of hit a turning point where being a nerd was looked at as being cool. And that's perfectly fine. But when that movie came out in the 80s, if, like, the last thing anybody ever wanted to be called was a geek or a nerd. And they were made the heroes. You know, you you were you were cool being called a slacker. Fuck it. You know, I'm a slacker. Okay, fine. Yeah. People wore that proudly, but nobody yeah. wore the tag nerd proudly in 1984. And they were yeah. made the heroes. Yeah, and it's funny. You you know you you, you fast forward to 2000, you know, 17, 18, and the nerds are kind of the cool guys now. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of come full circle. Now, Weebs just posted in the chat room that due to the influence of the film, this film we're talking about, Revenge of the Nerds. Several chapters of the Lambda 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 have spr- had sprung up in different locations around the United States. The real life fraternity has six chapters in Connecticut, Maryland, New York, and Washington. So this movie still today making a fucking impact <laughs> on colleges, yeah, man. That's pretty awesome. And I'll be honest, man. But if the end of this movie didn't make you a fan of Queen, nothing fucking will. <laughs> Come, come on, who among us hadn't sung that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it 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 it's just an ab- absolutely epic fucking movie, um, and it, uh, unfortunately, it has a bloodsport tie-in, so I'm starting to get angry again. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Ogre was uh, Ogre. Well, let's let's yeah. let's all right, forget it. Uh, let's just do number eighty before I start getting all pissed off about the Frank Dukes thing. You motherfucking <laughs> cocksucking lying piece of shit. Um, Anyway, uh, number 80, uh, again, I think this should be higher on the list, too, Men in Black. Um, But this will tell you, when you look at this, it says the two most famous actors in this movie are Will Smith and Sylvester Stallone. Mm. Mm. That would have made a great fucking dynamic. Will Smith over there talking his shit. and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about over there. You're not Apollo. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, Mitch is making a good point in the chat about uh these kids getting John Ritter, the great John Ritter. Oh, who? Jesus Christ, who? love John Ritter. And then you're gonna mention Sling Blade, and they're gonna be like, who? Get uh, that fucker. Three's Company, Real Men, uh, Stay Tuned, Problem Child, another yeah. one. Mm-hmm. A Simple Rules. I know a lot of people may you know. Had their opinions. I I enjoyed that show too. He had a uh, he had a quick cameo on uh, news radio for his show. Yeah. One show. I know it was Scrubs. only one show, but yeah, Scrubs. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know, talking about. I, I really think you know, and we'll get back to Men in Black in a second here. But I just wanted to sidetrack on John Ritter and say that I really don't think that modern like people that are coming up today don't really have an appreciation for how talented he really was. As a comedic actor, I really, I really think he kind of gets uh, slept on. Yeah, I think he was a second generation actor as well. Tex Ritter, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, Men in Black, do you consider Men in Black a comedy? Oh yeah, that was a comedy for sure. What else would you call it? Eh, sci-fi. Sci-fi, sci-fi comedy. Sci-fi comedy, exactly. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a comedy. I mean, definitely. Even though Tommy Lee Jones is in it, that still doesn't mean it's not a comedy. Yes, he's a badass motherfucker, but that doesn't make it any right. different. Any different. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe that's Every good comedy. 
Yeah. Every good comedy man. has an effective straight man, and yeah. you, you can play the hell out of a straight man. Uh, Mish is saying it's an action movie. I could see where some people would call it an action movie, but there's just as much comedy as there is action. I would consider Men in Black. All right, you could yeah. call it a sci-fi action comedy. I, w- I, I, I would go with that, but definitely a yeah, comedy and was huge for the 1997 era. So Still huge. Yeah. Remember, you know. Yeah. Now, movie... Money on top of money. Absolutely. Soundtrack alone. Absolutely. Also had a cartoon spinoff. Yep. Now, the next movie, I don't think anybody will have a problem calling a fucking comedy. Number 79, City Slickers, the original. Uh, Billy Crystal, Jack Palance, mm-hmm. Daniel uh, Daniel Stern. Uh, that's pretty much the main characters. John Lovitz, right? He was in it, wasn't he? Or was he just in the second one? I think he was in the second one only. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he was in the first one. But um, this City Slickers, always a great movie. One I will always watch when it's on. And what's the little guy's name in that fucking movie? Anyway. Bobby, were you a City Slickers fan? Uh, that was another That was another one that I had in the background. I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. I know I've seen it. But... All right. So from now on, the code word for Bobby's fucking is going to be in the background. <laughs> so for the so for, for like, the listeners, <laughs> I like how you're able to read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. So whenever you hear Bobby say in the background, just read between the lines, folks. Oh God. Um. Oh wow. I'm looking at the next few movies, and I am about to catch some hell. Uh. <laughs> all right. So City Slickers definitely belongs on this list. Not sure 79 is a good spot for it, but. Uh, I guess again we should be happy. Uh, Seventy-eight. This this movie's got a spot in my heart. I don't know why. The original Major League: Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger, Ooh. Wesley Snipes, Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Corbin Burnson. Um, I, I nineteen eighty-nine movie. I love. I love all the Major Leagues up to number. Th- I like even like the third one. I know it was shit, but I like it. It should be higher, man. The third one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a second and a third. The, yeah, I know about the second. I didn't even know there was a third one. The third one, the only character to come back, I believe, was Tom Berenger. Snipes yeah. didn't come back for the third one. He came back for the second. Uh, Sheen even came back for the second one, but not the third one. I Corbin Burnson might have... Burnson actually had a, a role in the... You know what? Two characters came back, him and Corbin Burnson. And I believe Bob Euchre, so three. So, but yeah, it should be higher, man. Ma- ma- yeah, Major League was one- a great movie. Absolutely love Absolutely. those Major League movies. All three of them. Yeah. I guess they're a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, Wild Thing and Willie Mays. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was an early Snipes movie too. Definitely, man. Uh, number seventy-seven. This movie, uh, this movie really should be in a different spot here. This one's going to give me some shit. 1994, Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, Clerks. Oh, oh motherfucker. You, you know how I feel about I Mewes knew Mewes. this was coming. I'm just going to sit back for a minute because remember this is a oh, list. Oh, my goodness. I just said the number. I didn't pick the number. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First show Bobby was on was uh, the uh, Kevin Smith episode. I yeah, yeah, sure was. Number yep. 70 fucking seven, Clerks. <laughs> Still getting no respect. The Rodney Dangerfield of Hollywood. Oh, man. Yeah, Clerks was... 
I mean, talk about a a a just out of the box kind of film. You know, it it really is in a definite oh, yeah. out of the box kind of film, especially for 1994. Who in the fuck in 1994 put out a black and white movie and it fucking right. you know to use a wrestling term and it gets over? Right. Clearly, like the people that did this list. Look, once again, you can't you can't fault people for their opinions, but it's like people don't do research. And if you know what it took for Kevin Smith to get this movie made, which is why it was in black and white, because he couldn't afford like the technology to like you know do color and do like you know big a big budget type movie. Mm-hmm. If people really knew what it took to get this movie made, and all these years later it's still regarded as a classic, mm-hmm. it, it should be, it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be ranked that low. If people really did that research on it. Yeah, no, I say that, and but you know, on the other hand. Just, it's, it's, am I the only one who still looks at Kevin Smith, even after all these years, like he's just a regular guy who kind of like snuck his way into Hollywood? Like he still comes off as a guy, like an outsider. Oh, yeah. To me. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, he, with, with, he definitely seems like the kind of guy that just kind of does his own thing in Hollywood, doesn't really conform, which is why I think he's sort of on the outskirts of Hollywood. You know what I mean? He has his moments, you know, <laughs> Jersey girl. Uh, he has, <laughs> you know what? He has like his moments Jersey where he, he, has his, he has his sellout moments, but for the most part, he does still come across as, like, old-school, silent Bob Stoner. Yeah. I mean, he's worked with stars. He's made stars. You know, he's he single, he single-handedly made Jason Lee a star. He's, mm-hmm. He single-handedly made Ben Affleck a star. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I really think Ben Affleck really kind of, like, deserves he, – he, he needs to give him a little more credit than he does. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I think uh, they they still those two guys in particular they still they still show up in his movies just as favors because they know they know Jason Lee and Ben Affleck they know and and even Matt Damon. Let's go ahead and throw Matt Damon in, the, in that bus a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still That's shows fair. up. I mean, shit, Dogma, dude, with all of them. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that movie is absolutely. One I of love them. that movie. I do yeah. too, man. One of the most amazing fuck movies in the world, and very well written. Oh yeah. Oh, well, we have a little bit of a conflicting opinion on uh, Chase and Amy in the chat. What you guys think about that one? I thought it was decent. I mean, it's not my favorite Smith movie, but I I enjoyed it for what it was. He was trying something different, so I respect the fact that he was trying to mix up the formula a little bit. Yeah, I never saw Made in Manhattan. Chasing Amy was just sort of a... I, it, it, I, Too many gay vibes? No. Lesbian? No, I, I don't give a shit about gay, lesbian vibes. That doesn't fucking bother me. The... Uh, I didn't like the fucking story. I thought it was stupid. You're chasing a fucking lesbian. Fucking get over it, you fucking desperate piece of shit. Look at you. You're Ben Affleck. You can get any piece of pussy you want. You know what? I like I, mean, I like that though because it was different. You know, you would you wouldn't ex- like it's not and... something that you really saw a lot in a movie. But for me, I, I enjoyed the movie. For me, the only my only complaint about it though was that it was kind of a downer, which I guess is kind of what he was going for. The whole thing yeah. ended on kind of a downer. So. Yeah, but anyway, I mean that's uh-huh. that's my feeling on chasing. I mean, like I said, I never saw the I never saw Made Made in Manhattan. I mean, most of his other movies are great, and yeah. Every, you know, everyone's going to stop with Jesus Christ. Look at M. Night Shyamalan. I mean, people were fucking blowing him when he did Signs. And now every movie he makes, they're like, yeah, he... <laughs> you know, so uh, just, you know, same thing. Everyone has their shitty times and... Yeah, and and uh, fuck the world. I don't care what anybody says. 
Mall Rats will always be a classic. Oh, hell yeah, yeah dude. It was a classic in 95, and it's a classic now. I don't care what nobody said. Absolutely. Just the uh, absolutely that, that that movie is absolutely amazing. So many quotable lines from that movie. That one yet? We haven't done that one yet. And not singularly. We did. We like haven't done any any Kevin Smith individual movies. There was just a whole Kevin Smith episode, I believe. Oh, we are definitely going to have to. Uh, Mall Rats will be a clip heavy show. Uh, <laughs> and let's be honest. Everybody's had a day like that where you just kind of walk through a mall with no kind of like goal in mind. Just kind of like people watching. Just you're alone with your thoughts and mm-hmm. your buddies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, I, if everyone's done with uh, Kevin Smith and Clerks, we'll go ahead and jump to number 76. I love this movie. I know it's probably going to be like, I can't believe you like this movie, but this is a really fucking good movie in my opinion. The Birdcage. Robin Williams, Gene Hackman, Callista Flockhart, Hank Azaria, Nathan Lane. All-star cast in this movie. Diane West, the mother from Footloose. Uh, the Birdcage, though. Anyone tell me you guys... I'll be, I'm not going to say a bad thing about Robin Williams. It's, and it's not even just because he passed away, but for me, just about everything that man ever touched was golden. Mm-hmm. This is not one of my favorite movies of his, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Too, it was something different for him. Too much gay stuff. No. Just, <laughs> no. I have to say, I watched this movie... And Nathan Lane reminds me of my uncle in this movie. My uncle lives in South Beach, is a hairdresser, and literally, I think my uncle might be Nathan Lane. Wait a minute. You, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Pops. Yes. You said uh, your uncle was a hairdresser, right? Yes, he is. Did he have a relationship with Pat Patterson at one point? Because I heard he was, he was married, or he was in a committed relationship with the hairdresser. No, no, no. One no, of the no, same no. no, my uncle was in a very committed relationship at that time also, I'm sure. Okay. It was uh, actually his partner's name for years and years and years was George. And I always found it funny because my mom always listened to George Michael. And, you know, it was George and Michael. So it was always oh, wow. just kind of a weird <laughs> thing to me. And I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I've, 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 my, it was never anything my uncle hid. I mean, it, everyone knew he was gay. He's, like I said, he's like Nathan Lane. It's, you, you could tell from fucking across the highway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And all sincerity, though, I'm actually a Nathan uh, Lane fan. Oh, I am, my too. Favorite, my favorite movie of his, and don't even laugh, it was uh, Life with Mikey. It's a movie he did with Michael J. Fox. All right. One of the funniest scenes I've ever seen him in is, was it Goldmember? Where he's, was he in that? Where, he's, uh, where he's Beyonce's voice. Oh, yeah. yeah in that, in that movie, good. that is one of the absolute Funniest scenes I've ever seen Nathan Lane in right there. It's that was good. And, and he kisses and he kisses Mike Myers. <laughs> Absolutely a fucking great movie. Uh but yeah, Robin Williams, you know, obviously it, like Anthony said before, anything he touches is something worth watching in my opinion. Absolutely. And what's the year on this one? Was it ninety seven? Nah, nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Yeah, this was ninety six. Um let's see. Trying to think what else he did that year that I was into. It was probably might have been Jack. Yeah, which I personally thought was not a great Robin Williams movie. I liked it, but it wasn't one that I would go back and watch. You know what I mean? Uh, So even J Lo wasn't enough to save for you? No. No. Not really. (laughs) I could always go back to uh, Money Train and see that ass a little little better. (laughs) So. Living uh, color. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, 
But yeah, Robin Williams, man, always um, uh, brilliant in any movie he's in. I really, I mean, obviously we all wish we could have got more Robin Williams, but yeah. uh, anyway, let's not uh, to keep the show going depressing. We're doing comedies here, people, so uh, let's go to another comedy here. Number 75, Bruce Almighty, another Jim Carrey movie from 2003. He was still going strong in the early to mid, even late 2000s. Right off the bat, whoever came out with this list apparently has something against Jim Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, let's hope there's more. Let's let's hope there's more. I mean, we're 25 away from 50. We'll we'll see where we're at. I don't know if we're gonna. I, I'm not sure if we're gonna make the other 50 tonight. We'll see. But uh, yeah, Bruce Almighty. Now, I saw this one. I did not see the C. I guess spinoff slash sequel. Evan Almighty. Did anyone? See? Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. I'm not the biggest Steve Carell fan. Hmm. I don't know why. Really? I'm not going to use the word hate. I don't hate him. I do think he's kind of funny. I don't know. Not my type of... He has has his spots. Anchorman. Anchorman he's great in. Yeah. (laughs) He works better when he... It's not that he's not funny, at least in my opinion. He works better when he has somebody to play off of. All right. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. He 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 is who he is. But yeah, I, I have not seen that movie. Uh, but yeah, Bruce Almighty, I, I did see that. It was pretty funny. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much more I can say about it. I've only seen it one time, so. And Morgan Freeman, his, I just want to say off the bat, his oh. role in it is epic. Morgan Freeman in anything is fucking epic, dude. Like, seriously, it's to the point now, Morgan Freeman, just his voice work alone, I want him to pre-record some shit to be uh, uh, played at my funeral. That's how epic his voice is. Right. I wish I could set Siri to be Morgan Freeman's voice. Uh, you'll probably be able to do that one day. Uh, all right, let's go ahead to number 74 here. These people do not know actors at all in this movie. Uh, anyway, number 74, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Uh, Ben Stiller, and it says Chuck Norris, but obviously it was Vince Vaughn. He did have a cameo in it, but uh, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller, um, Jesus Christ, who else was in this fucking movie? I'm trying to, I'm lost here for a minute. I I really don't even remember. I forget too, but it was an incredible, this is a really good, this is one of those movies I will put on if it's on. Like If it's on cable, I'll stop. You know, if it's on my TV, I will stop and watch this movie. I really do. I really do like Dodgeball, man. Great fucking movie. Uh, even uh, Jason Bateman is in this fucking movie. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Stiller's wife makes another appearance in this movie. Uh, Rip Torn is in it too. I forgot he was in it. Yes, Rip Torn is in this fucking movie. He uh, he plays the and Hank Azaria, another Hank Azaria movie. Oh, he shows God. up in a lot of movies. He does because he's great at voices, and I'll t- yeah. I'll tell you what, under fucking rated. Watch the movie Quiz Show, and yeah. watch him act. I, that that's one we're gonna have to get to. That's gonna have to be a weird night because that's a weird. But uh, that that movie he's in. I, I mean, I mean, we just mentioned Birdcage. National Treasure, History, man. yeah, those he is in so many movies and he just pops up out of nowhere. 
Uh, I mean, even Jesus Christ, you're, you're watching Godzilla. Oh, my God. What the fuck is Hank Azaria doing in Godzilla with fucking Matthew Broderick? Right. He's been killing it on The Simpsons for decades. Uh-huh. Before that, he was, uh, I think he was also on the Tracy Ullman show. Uh-huh. I think he was in Herman's Head. Yep. He is an incredible, incredible, talented voice guy. Hank Azaria really is. And like you, know, like you said, killing it on The Simpsons. He's a good chunk of the voices you hear on The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think he doesn't get enough credit for being... Yeah, uh, Heat, good one. Good one, Weebs. He was in Heat. He had a quick cameo mm, in Heat. He was in Heat. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's yes. another one we got to get to. That's that, long-ass movie. That but is. We'll get to it. Shit, I watched Casino yesterday when I was sitting there. <laughs> when I was waiting for everyone to get out of Alabama, I put Casino on Netflix. <laughs> Good man. Actually, I watched Casino and The Negotiator. That's how much time I had. Jesus. What does that tell you? A two-hour and 58 movie and The Negotiator, which is like a two-hour and 15-minute movie. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Dodgeball, definitely. I'm sure everyone's seen that by now. Uh, Let's go to number 73. Number 73, we just talked about the Austin Powers series. And uh, we got the uh, Spy Who Shagged Me. This is the original, I believe. This is the... No, this is the second one, isn't no, it? No, no, no. Second one. Second one. This is the second one. With, First one was uh, an international man of mystery. Right. This is the second one with Heather Graham. Mm, my Graham. Uh, I was so happy when Boogie Nights came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Definitely, and I mean we've we've spoke of Mike Myers before, but I, an, another genius, I guess you could say. Yes, not if you talk to Dana Carvey. Uh, poor Dana <laughs> Carvey, poor Dana. Yeah, you're right. We've talked a lot about Mike Myers in the past few weeks here. Yeah, so I'm curious though, like hypothetically, if Dana Carvey had to took over, if he if he if, if we believe the rumors that he came up with the concept for uh, Austin Powers, you think the movie would have been as big of a hit? Mm-mm. Or needed Mike Myers in a role ultimately. I think Mike Myers in this role was what these movies needed. I don't think anyone else could have yeah. could have not only taken these movies. As, well, I don't think anyone else could have taken these movies to three three. Absolutely not. I don't think Dana Carvey would have. I mean, Dana Carvey. I mean, I think he believed that Master of Disguise was going to be like Austin Powers. Right. Didn't yeah. do very well. I mean. Yeah. Funny ass movie, but it's, it's, it became it's more of a cult classic than a um, actual yeah, movie that people even, look back on. Like, e- money maker. Yeah, even Jennifer Esposito's ass didn't fucking make that movie well, and she's got a great ass. Yes, yes. So, uh, but uh, yeah, seventy three Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Number seventy two. I'm not sure should be on this list at all. This is supposed to be the greatest comedies of all time. Number 72 is Forrest Gump. Hmm. I know you're not a fan, Box, but I'm going to say it. This movie should be higher, man. Yeah, I, higher? This movie, should, yeah. this movie should not be on this list. It should not be on this list. Was Forrest Gump a comedy to you? Seriously. I would classify well, I, that movie. No, 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 no. I understand you chuckled a couple times. But would you call the, Would you rank this movie as a comedy? Listen, look, Danny is in here saying she cried. That's not a comedy. Everyone in the chat room don't know if that was a comedy. Chat room's agreeing with me. This is not a comedy. 
All right, Mish doesn't agree. He said it helped the world laugh at retards with AIDS. Mish might have a point. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Mish, right, you, thanks, you just Mish. completely we're made my happy. argument invalid. I'm sorry. That was right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, look, all right, look, I, look, I get it. The plot was not a uplifting type plot. It was more of an inspirational, anybody can do it, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But look at this movie. I guarantee you will find yourself laughing a hell of a lot more than crying. My opinion. Yeah, but you Bubba with the shrimp boat shit. Shrimp. Gumbo shrimp. No, dude. This country ass Bubba. No. Come on, man. No, this is not a fucking comedy. What does IMDB put the genre of this movie at? Let me see. Let me see exactly what IMDB rates this movie as. What do you call it? The. Uh, and look. Oh, why are you looking genre. it up? Sally Fields in this movie, and at one point she bangs the principal to get Forrest in school. Okay. IMDb ranks this movie as drama romance. Drama, comma, romance. I would go with that way more than comedy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. His mother banging the principal. That's hilarious. Where? Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Let him sit outside. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh God, I'm sorry. Man. Oh my God. Anyway, I I I I can't sit yeah, I here. I just can't really see it as a comedy. I I can't sit here and see this movie a comedy. I just can't. All right, all right, all right. We can. Okay, I right, look at it like this. It's a movie that had a lot going on with. It. Maybe it's not a full fledged comedy in a traditional sense. It had comedic elements, but it had a lot going on. All right. Fair. All right. I'll go with it, but I. In my opinion, doesn't belong on a list of comedy movies. Uh, let's go to 71. We're looking at Raising Arizona with Nicolas Cage, Holly Hunter, William Forsyth, John Goodman. I could see this being on there. This is a this is a little odd being on here, too, but definitely a funny-ass movie. Yeah. Now, I, I, I've said it before a number of times on this show. I can't explain it. Nicolas Cage gets under my fucking skin. I, I'm not really sure why. There's just something about the guy that I don't like. But <laughs> I enjoy a lot of his movies. And I, I really like that movie. But I really... My feelings my feelings about Nicolas Cage aside, I wouldn't have put that movie actually that high on the list. Yeah, I would have put I, it a little lower. Yeah, I actually have the same feelings on Nicolas Cage. He's He's really got something that makes him annoying, but a lot of his movies are really good. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, fuck, and he's good in a lot of them. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with his acting, obviously. Right, it's something about him. It's something it's about something him. something about that fucking guy. I'm the same yes. way. I'm the same way. Yes. Meanwhile, there's so many movies. What, Anthony? No, as far as uh, Nicolas Cage... Uh, it's just the eyes. It just has those, you know. It's the eyes. Not about his eyes. It's his face. I don't know, man. Like, I love them. And uh, it's certain. It's just like he has one of those faces. You ever just see somebody that has one of those faces that you just want to punch the shit out of? Yeah, but that's Nicholas Cage voice. Yeah, but you'd figure I would like the guy. I mean, he, this he married Elvis's daughter. You'd figure. What <laughs> did Michael Jackson? The fuck does that mean? That might. Be, I don't know. I'm an Elvis guy. I mean, I, I you know. Which, by the way. I, I will say this: If the ham sandwich didn't kill him, uh, Michael Jackson marrying his daughter would have. <laughs> oh my God! The ham sandwich was uh, the the girl Mama Cass, Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas. So, right. 
Austin Powers reference. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> all right, let's go to number 70. Oh, boy, I'm going to get you. Y- y- y'all are going to yell again. I'm just going to have to turn, turn y'all down here. Number 70. 70. The Breakfast Club. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. God. Okay. All right, no one yelled. 1985. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the... Uh, was this a film or was this like a documentary of everyone's life? I don't know. I don't know what to call this. Ah, uh, man. It, it was, um... 70. Number 70. The Breakfast Club. I just want to repeat that and remind everyone. All right, go ahead, guys. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. It's like, I put it to you like this. It's a comedy. I classify. I personally classify it as a comedy. Of course. Except for that one part where it kind of when they did like the circle deal when they really got to know each other, and uh, and uh, Anthony Michael Hall went off into like that suicidal rant a little bit. Yeah, that's when it got dark. Yeah. Ru- Russell says there there was no breakfast. He has a point, but <laughs> no, no, no. They had the uh, you know the uh, kicks uh, breakfast sandwich. All right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, I believe it was Captain Crunch, by the way. Um, all right, I, I can see a lot of people saying that maybe this wasn't a comedy. And I do understand. And by the looks of this list, I'm actually surprised to see Breakfast Club on it because I don't think people in, in, have even seen the Breakfast Club that are, that are voting on this list, to be honest with you. It's a great movie. I just I have trouble classifying it as a comedy myself. Would you call it a rom-com? I mean, they do all end up with women at the end. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's just just the comedy part of it is just... Or, or I mean, uh, you would just classify it as a coming-of-age movie and leave it at that? It's definitely a coming-of-age movie. Okay, um, okay. Well, at least we got one just genre. Comedy, and it is and it is a great movie. I don't want anybody to think that I don't love that movie. It was right in my... Right in, well, I mean, it was a little before my time really because obviously I wasn't in high school or anything when it came out but you know in the 80s it was right there with the movies that I would have watched and I enjoyed it but I just I can't I just have trouble seeing it as a comedy alright alright I understand I do alright so maybe maybe I guess uh, with Breakfast Club and Forrest Gump should we classify those not as comedies but coming of age flicks is that fair oh, Forrest Gump I wouldn't even classify as a comedy or coming of age flick Forrest Gump is fucking a drama in my opinion I'm sorry I, can't, I, would, I would call the Breakfast Club a comedy way before I called Forrest Gump a comedy but I, I, I could see where Breakfast Club being a comedy would come in I mean, yeah, this one pretty serious part, but I mean, some of the a lot of this movie is laughable. So yeah, but yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> Mitch says he can't can't wait for the other comedies they voted in, like Schindler's List and, high, right. and Higher Learning. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh God, <laughs> Higher Learning is a comedy. That's great. Uh, <laughs> American, right. American History X, yeah, that's up here at number 64. Uh, <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's some funny parts in that movie. <laughs> there are. Right. Enough to call it comedy. 
you know what? That's probably as much of a comedy as fucking Forrest Gump, in my opinion. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. If, yeah. if you think about it, you just you, you you just tapped onto something there. That's as much of a comedy as as fucking Forrest Gump to that's me. Forrest Gump. Yeah, Absolutely. that's fair. That's very fair. Absolutely. So I can't put Forrest Gump on a comedy list. I do it. Uh, let's go to number sixty nine. Number sixty nine is School of Rock. Jack Black. Jack Black. Yep. I must admit, okay. I, I haven't seen it. Well, you don't have to. If if if, if any movie is going to be 69, it's going to have to be a Jack Black movie. <laughs> it just seems appropriate. Oh, fuck. It just seems right. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie. I'm... I'm not going to say I'm I'm a Jack Black hater, but I'm not a Jack Black fan. That 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 makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. I, mean, I I like Jack Black, but he's not like a he's not a star. He's more of an uh he's a good sidekick. The funniest scenes, the the the, the funniest movie Jack Black was in was uh Enemy of the State. Mm. And the reason is was him trying to be serious. A serious actor. <laughs> instead of a comedy guy, was the funniest thing. That was the funniest acting I have ever seen, was no. him trying to act I like, uh, I like Tenacious D. I really do. I like Tenacious D. I'm a fan. But um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Jack Black is kind of... Jack Black is a bit much to just take in just all by himself through a whole movie. It's like, all right, after about 15 minutes, you're like, all right, like, turn it down, you know, just turn it down a little. Yeah, bit. I mean, I like Shallow Hal, I like Saving Silverman, yeah. uh, Tropic Thunder, but yeah, but he wasn't like the it. focal point. Yeah, exactly. I don't like Jack Black movies, yeah. but I will watch movies with Jack Black in them. With the exception for me, the only movie I liked him in as a lead personally was uh, Shallow Hal. But yeah. uh, other. Other than that, like, you know, Saving Silverman, I can tolerate him in movies like that more so just because, like I said, he's not the focal point. Right. I can tolerate him every, like, five, ten minutes, but not, like, nonstop every scene. Yeah. Oh, Russell brings up Nacho Libre. I I must admit I have not seen Nacho Libre, but it is on my Netflix list to watch. So I will see it. You guys see Nacho Libre? I haven't, but it seems like I should. Three? Like I mean, I it's decent. Three wrestling fans, only one of us has seen it. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I feel like, like, you know, it's kind of my duty to watch that movie. Yeah, fucking research, yeah. You know, you got to do it. You want to do a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It helps box. Yeah. Uh, all right. The research helps the show box. Absolutely. Well, my research is bringing us to number 68. Uh, number 68, this movie, oh, my God. I have seen this movie a million times my mother's absolute favorite comedy movie, 1986, The Money Pit, Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. This movie definitely comedy, definitely belongs to the comedy. Um, Like I said, I've seen this movie so many times. My mom absolutely loves, loves, loves this movie. Like, I had to buy her a new DVD because she wore out her first DVD. Wow. It's a great movie. Yeah. It really is. Is that a and that's a remake too, right? Not a. I don't know. Is it? I, I believe it's a remake. If it's not a direct remake, it's it's a a loose remake of an earlier. I think it is a remake, though. Yeah, let me see if it brings. Uh, 
Uh, it is, and is a remake of a 1948 film. Mister Blandings builds his dream house, starring Cary Grant. Okay, how the fuck did I know that? I don't know, but that's a nice little tidbit because <laughs> I never knew that. But damn, Bobby spitting the facts on this motherfucker. Yeah. Damn right. Hell and yeah. then I guess uh, I guess Ice Cube's movie Are We Done Yet? I guess is sort of a loose or based on the concept, like the same concept. All right. All right. Yeah. But yeah, the muddy pit. I, I, I mean, I've seen this so many times and Shelly long. She's another one that really, you know, she's been in a ton of those, you know, early eighties movies that get a lot of recognition, yeah. but she doesn't get the recognition for what, you know, like Tom Hanks gets all the recognition from money pit. Yeah. You know, but she was right there with them for damn near every scene. So, you know, but uh, yeah, this movie's really good. Anthony, have you ever seen Money Pit? Or? Uh, I saw it like once or twice. All right. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just move to number 67. Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 67. All right. 67. I, I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen this list. Um,. Yeah, 67, Cheech and Chong's movie, Up in Smoke. I believe this was their first movie? Because it was Up in Smoke, Still Smoking. I don't know. They had a lot of movies. They did have a lot of movies. They dude, they even had fucking, um, they even had like audio tapes. Because I had an yeah, old audio yeah. tape of theirs that uh, yeah. that was a comedy tape. So uh, This was their first one. Okay. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, this was their first one. And, uh, dude, uh, when you think about it, Cheech, Cheech Marin really made a career for himself off of this. Absolutely. He went, he went uh, straight because he played, like, a lot of, like, cop roles and well, he was on uh... – I mean, they're still doing their thing on Facebook. But uh, he did. He played some cop roles. He Obviously, he was in uh, From Dust Till Dawn. Um – he was in the unofficial eighth season of the Golden Girls when it was the Golden Palace. He was the chef uh, on that show. Oh wow! He was uh, look at that. He was in the Great White Hype with Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, what was that series? Uh, uh, Nash Bridges is that what it was called? Yes, was he in that? yes, <laughs> he was in that. I mean, he did make a good career for himself out of being the fucking stoner guy from the, you know the early seventies, so or and, late seventies uh, actually. And uh, good news, guys. Depending on who you, uh, depending on what side of the fence you're on, it's to be announced. But there is plans to make a Cheech and Chong Up in Smoke too. Really? Wow. Hmm. Yeah. To be announced, though. So. All right. All right. Interesting. All right. Uh, Tommy Chong did all right for himself. He was on that '70s show for like the majority of that show's run. Yeah, he did okay. Yeah, he was on there for a while. He did all right. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go to 66 here. 66 is Some Like It Hot. This is a 1959 movie with Marilyn Monroe and Jack Lemmon. They... I've never seen... They dress in drag. Tony Curtis, Jack Lemmon, drag. Uh, weird movie. So you've seen it, because I have not. I have very long time ago. It was another one of those movies my mom used to put on in the background and... I just don't remember. Uh, I don't really remember the movie, but I have seen it, but not the whole thing. 
Uh, Got it, Box. Yeah. That's that's the poet, THD, in the background. In the background. <laughs> in the background. So, all right. I guess we could just roll on to the next movie. Number 65 is a 1999 movie, Galaxy Quest. Tim Allen, I believe, was in this movie. Oh, Alan Rickman, okay. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, I'll be honest, man. At the Toy Story and uh, Santa Claus, uh, uh, Tim uh, Tim Allen should have uh, called it a career in terms of movies. I don't know what it is about him in movies. I just it, it's always been a disconnect with me. He's better on TV than he is in the movies. Just my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Or as a I voice. like that movie. Though. Or as a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed that movie, but it was. You know. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but him and movies just have never really clicked for me on a on a whole. Yeah, I get that. Um, I will say one thing. Whoever made this list seems to have a hard-on for Tom Hanks. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to it in a minute why. Uh, 60, Galaxy Quest, anything else, guys? I mean, it was it's it was decent, but I don't think it was like one of the moves to really start bragging about. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Probably too high on the list. Probably. 64 is Toy Story 3. Tom Hanks, Whoopi Goldberg... Um, Tim Allen again, but Toy Story three on this list, Tom Hanks movie. A lot of Tom Hanks movies on here that might not should be. <laughs> yeah, That's all I'm fucking saying. Um, okay, uh, let's kind of like end this now. I mean, this is like personal preference. What do you think Tom Hanks excelled more, comedy or drama? Comedy. I would say comedy. Schlock sells, dude. Shit movies. I will I will say, uh, in terms of his comedies, my favorite one is Big. I care what nobody says. Oh, yeah. It's a classic to me. Oh, yeah. Big is amazing, dude. I, I do love that movie. Uh, to See, me, still, his favorite, my favorite, Splash. I still, I still remember Tom Hanks from Bosom Buddies. I used to watch that when I was a kid. And he was, like, after seeing him go from being wacky and goofy on bosom buddies to being in serious movies it was kind of a kind of a strange transition for me uh-huh yeah you know. yeah but splash dude is again john candy tom hanks yeah. john candy god damn i miss john candy i'll say it every fucking time i mention his name i miss uh all right so we've 64 toy story 3 yeah we go to another animated movie Number 63 is Despicable Me. Oh, fuck this list. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should I've just... not seen that. I've, I have. I have, you know, younger kids, so I've seen it. Um, but we can just go on to number 62. There's no reason to sit there and talk about fucking kids' movies. Uh, number 62, another Tom Hanks movie, ladies and gentlemen. A League of Their Own. Is this really a comedy is it? I would say, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I would say it was a comedy. I'd, I'd give it borderline. All right, I guess I could see it as a comedy. Can you take anything serious with Rosie uh, Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> exactly. She was horrible in this movie. You know who was really good in this movie? Surprisingly, was Madonna. Uh, and then, Madonna, and, yeah, yeah. you were gonna say. Yeah, and this was a Penny Marshall movie. Yeah, well, Laverne or Shirley, I forget what. Laverne. Thank Laverne. you. Laverne. Laverne. Thank you. Thank you. So. League of Their Own. And this was a really good movie, but it was another movie that was one of those heartstring pullers that yeah. not sure if it wasn't a, a drama. You know what I mean? 
I don't know. It seems like with a lot of these choices, they're going for movies that even though they're not classified as traditional comedies, if they have enough comedic elements in them, they're like, yeah, put it on the list. Ah, B-Megs. Dramedy. We'll call it a dramedy. I like that. That's fair. Very good, B-Megs. I like that. Um, Number 61, a movie near and dear to my heart. My absolute favorite Christmas movie of all time, A Christmas Story. Should be higher, man. Should be higher. To me, to me, it should be number one. But I am probably a little biased. So, but yeah, I mean, we've this is a movie we covered, you know, already. Incredible fucking movie, though. Absolutely incredible. So many quotables, man. So fucking many. Such a great movie. Um, I, I, I go back and listen to our episode on it. We 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 talk excellent about this movie. Like I said, my favorite Christmas movie. I will watch this over and over and over when Christmas is, is around. Um, Bobby, any thoughts on Christmas Story? Oh, it's a great movie. All right. Uh, classic. All right. Classic. And you can kind of actually watch it any time of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I will. Very good movie. I do, but uh, that's just me. I'm kind of weird. But uh, all right. Like I said, we've done this movie, Anthony. I pretty much know your feelings on the movie, so. Yes. Uh, all right, number 60. Oh, my God. This movie is number 60 on this list. Oh, I'm disappointed. Beetlejuice, 1988, Alec Baldwin, oh. Winona Ryder. Oh, if you're not disappointed in this list now, you should be right. Wow. Oh, boy. Um. Jesus Christ, Beetlejuice. Uh, Michael Keaton... Probably his best role. Anyone disagree? Uh, he had a lot of good ones. He did, but I, but I think this was his best role. And I also want to say I am static. they never did a sequel of this movie. Ever. I don't want a remake. I don't want a sequel. This movie is perfection as it is. There were talks of a remake. No. Please, God, no. Nix it. Please. This movie is perfection <laughs> as yeah. is. I don't know if you guys yeah, agree, agree, but... No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things don't need to be touched. No. Yeah. No. But uh, to be at number 60, I think, is kind of a fucking sacrilege for this movie. Honestly, Box, I'm surprised. I, th- I thought uh, Mr. Mom would have been your favorite Keaton movie. I do love Mom, too. That is a really good movie. But I think this was a better role. Mr. Mom, second. Absolutely second. Yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice, I have nothing against it, but for me, I would either say um, best roles for him were um, Batman, the original Batman, or um, who's the other one? Was it Multiplicity? That, that was one. It might, have, might have been that one. Yeah, I, I, I would go Beetlejuice, Mr. Mom, Batman. Top three. Ooh, what, was, what was that movie he did with uh, Christopher Lloyd? Was that, um, or I'm sorry, Henry Winkler. Was it Night Shift? I think so, yeah. I think you're right. Night Shift sounds right. That was another good one. It was. It was. Uh, All right. We're getting back into some weird ones here. Number 59, Shrek. Eddie Murphy, Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz. I really wish they had kept some of these motherfucking animated films off of here. But again, I don't know what their rating is here. If they're going by how these movies ranked in the fucking box office or what, but 
Has to be. Shrek. I can see Shrek. Yeah, I can see Shrek being on the list, though. I mean, I can see it being a comedy. Definitely a, a, a kid's comedy. But it's a kid movie, dude. These kids' movies should not... What is a Shrek doing on a list with Revenge of the Nerds? And fucking Clerks? And Beetlejuice? I I mean... Well, well, you gotta understand, like, I get, like, a lot of these... Achieve, but at least in the case of something like Shrek, they do be making, like, a lot of adult references if you really kind of pay attention and read between the lines. So I'm guessing that might be a part of the reason why it's on the list. All right. All right. I'll go with that. Um... All right, anyone got to get anything else on Shrek or should I just go to 58? Yeah, let's just move on. Uh, Number 58, George Clooney, John Goodman. Oh, brother, where art thou? I don't even know that one. I have not seen it, but I have been told by lots and lots of people that I have to watch this movie. Same. All right, so none of us have seen it? No. Sad. All right, we all need to get on this movie. (laughs) Uh, 57, I know we've all seen this movie. Uh, 1997, back to Jim Carrey, baby. Liar, liar. Him and Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly looked great oh. in this movie, but Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Tilly looked great in this fucking movie. But Liar, liar. An amazing Jim Carrey movie. Not, not, not a serious role, but he had... A little more. This was like one of his first, a little more serious than comedy kind of roles, like a serious comedy role, I guess you could say. And uh, uh, I liked it. I think mm-hmm. this is where he was making that transition, like where he was trying to like stay true to like what his fan base expected from him. Mm-hmm. But he was yeah. trying to like be, he was trying to mature a little bit because I don't know if people right. realize that when he when he started, he was pretty old. Yeah, I think he was like in his mid to late twenties when he actually got started in way back in the eighties. Right. So by the time Liar Liar came out, he might have been pushing forty. This was really, I mean, this was really a great film, though, man. It had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of really quotable fucking lines, but just another movie with, uh, you know, Carrie Ills, Ills, Ill. I can't say his last name. But uh, Elwes. Yeah, I don't know. Elwes. But yeah. yeah, I really like this movie, and also uh, Maura Turney was in this movie. Wasn't she was it Maura Turney? I forget I, her name. Uh, his wife. Who was his ex-wife in this fucking movie? Let me find out real quick while we're uh, sitting here wondering her name. I believe that is her name, Maura Turney. Oh, you're right, Maura Turney. Yeah, because she was in uh, News Radio. Yes, she was. So, yeah, I believe we all agree. Jim Carrey, Liar, Liar, 57. God, I can't wait to see what else is on this list to see why he's at 57. <laughs> uh, 56. We're going, we're going to another Mel Brooks movie now. History of the World Part 1. Okay. I don't know if you... Anthony, have you ever seen this one? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, my God. Obviously, Bobby has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Wow. Excellent fucking movie, yeah. dude. Mel Brooks movies to me just are always great. Always. Let me ask you though, is it better than Blazing Saddles? Right up there with it. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. History of the World Part One is right up there with it. Dom DeLuise is in this movie. A uh, lot of fucking people though, man, are in this fucking movie. But it is a classic nineteen eighty one Mel Brooks film. It's got 
everything you want of in a Mel Brooks film in it. It's got fucking, you know, comedy, racism, everything from a Mel Brooks <laughs> film is in there. Yes. Like wrestling soup. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Oh, I love those guys. I and I swear, like we, we we have to be like the only show in existence that brings up Tom DeLuise more than. And I swear, I defy anybody <laughs> to find another show out there that uh, yeah, name dropped right. Dom DeLuise. Good actor, but and his kids. About. We even bring up his kids yeah. a lot. Peter, we bring up Peter and Michael. Yeah, Michael from NYPD Blue. Up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, we do, man. Uh, now here's a movie that Dom DeLuise was not in. Number fifty-five. Napoleon Dynamite. Fifty-five. Napoleon Dynamite, two thousand four. This now, now this was another independent film. We kind of talked about uh, you know uh, way back with uh, you know the uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. You know, independent film. This was an independent film that really blew the fuck up. Yeah, it made a big impact. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Absolutely. Um. So to be 55 is a little weird. I figured this movie would be a little bit fucking higher. Um, I mean, at least I would say maybe, if it was me personally, if I was making a list, I would say this is at least 47, 48. Yeah. Yeah. I, but it, I, would, I would think, I would have thought that it would have been higher. Me personally, and I enjoyed the movie. I actually own it on DVD. I personally would have <laughs> put it lower on the list, but I'm surprised that it's not higher. All right. Yeah. I am too. Just just because of the impact that it had, the quotable scenes, yeah. um, that shirt, yeah, <laughs> Pedro, Pedro for president, absolutely. Um, we got a couple movies here that I have not seen, and I don't know if you guys have. We got a couple old uh, movies here. One from 1963. One from 1964. 1963. Number 54 is it's a mad, 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 mad world. I've never seen that. I haven't either. I've heard. Of it. I've never seen it. I know it's the movie where you get the uh, line, uh, you know, uh, uh, made it to the top, Mama. The old uh, that that line there. Oh, that shit! That's where it came from. That's this is the movie it came from. This is the movie right here. I have not seen it, so we'll just roll on to number fifty-three. Another movie I have not seen: uh, Doctor Strangelove. 1964. Okay. I have not seen that of you, Bobby. I've never. I've, I haven't seen it, but I'm very familiar with it. All right. Chat room saying "Mad, Mad, Mad World" is a good one. We need to probably take a take a little look at it over there. Uh, so we probably will one day. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead right to 52. 52. We're looking at. We already talked about this movie a little bit. We're talking about old school 2003. Uh, will Ferrell, even Snoop Dogg. Has a little part in this movie. Uh, Classic. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, once again. But definitely belongs on this list. And I gotta say, another one I think should be fucking more up on the list. This movie's hilarious. But the bright eyes scene alone, I mean, my God. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. In 2003, there was sort of a lull between... not, Not a lull, but... 2003 was a year people were looking for one of those really good comedy movies. Yeah. And one of those college-type, almost National Lampoon's-type movies. Yeah. Because they were doing a lot of dramas that year, and this movie happened to fucking cut it. 
and it, yeah. it, it it was definitely a sort of try at being the new Animal House. Yeah, uh, I think that's. What they were, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I think that the idea was when they came out with old school. I think they actually wanted to do like a series. Mm-hmm. It didn't pan. It didn't work out that way. But I think they wanted to make a movie in the mold, like you said, of Animal House. Right. Like a weird blend of like Animal House and Porky's. Because mm-hmm. if you really look at old school, it has like a lot of uh, elements from both of those movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Bobby, what do you got on uh, old school? A great movie. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's not really much I can say about it. Really, well. Um, you you know how I feel about uh, Will Ferrell, so. Yeah. You know. Yep. All right. Well, let's go to 51. 51, we're looking at a Jamie Lee Curtis and Kevin Klein movie from 1988, A Fish Called Wanda. I got to admit, I haven't seen this one. I've avoided this movie. You've avoided this movie. <laughs> okay. So let's just... I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about it, so maybe it's one of... I've heard... Because somebody actually reached out and said, hey, you need to do this for the show one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll check it out. I mean, I heard it's a good movie. It's just, yeah. I just I remember it being on cable a lot when I was a kid, but I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about it really. Yeah, and it's surprising I haven't seen it because it's my kind of movie. It's a heist comedy where they, you know, pull a job. Surprisingly, I haven't seen it. But uh, let's go ahead and do number fifty here. We'll take a, a quick break and we'll decide if we're going to do the other fifty. I got a feeling the answer is probably no. But we'll see. And uh, number 50 here is Wedding Crashers. Oh, this should be higher. Absolutely. I'm sorry, man. This should be higher than 50. I haven't seen this. I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed. Oh, dude. I'm ashamed. Yeah, a good one. ashamed to yeah. say I haven't seen this. Another frat pack movie, man. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you got to check that out. It's Vaughn at his absolute best. Really? Absolutely. Absolute, seriously, that's... I know we say this about a lot of movies, but this is one that has to be has to be reviewed on the show at some point. I will have to you do talk, that. You talk quotables. Talk, this this will that would be a clip heavy show. Letting you know off the bat, you will definitely enjoy it. Right, sure, for sure. All right, I'll have to check it out. Um, all right, guys, what do you guys think? Should we take a break, or should we just uh, save the next fifty for maybe next week and jump back on next week? What do you guys think? Take a break. I'm willing. I'm willing to come back. You know, come back next week willing, or come back tonight. Yeah, I'm willing to come back to finish. I mean, it's on you guys, man. I'm, I, I'll I'll do whatever. Um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Um, all right. Tell you what. Quick break. Take a break. We'll take a break. We'll. Uh, I'll take a piss. We'll decide if we're coming back. We'll let you know when we get back. If not, we don't. If we do, yeah. you'll know. <laughs> but we'll come back and tell you either way. So uh, enjoy a little bit we'll of uh, enjoy some Shaheen while we take a break. We'll see you in a few minutes, guys. Yes. To appreciate the shit you got. Dangerous like crack smoke. Best believe I'm that though. All the haters talking this and that noise. 
take a seat, electric chair, welcome to the death row. Life is monumental, living intercontinental, content to every continent, the power of a pencil. Useful tools given to useless fools to break the rules, take your juice for everything you got, you barely got some food. Fuck Fox, point my finger to some faker news, we pollute the youth with all these fake ass rappers, fake ass shoes. Only chains and watches that are real or Jacob's shoes, fix your face and why you at it, fix your fucking racist views. Hit the snooze, every morning time to make some moves, cannot lose, if you're feeling down, listen to Memphis Blues, sky's the limit, even if you're climbing on a Jacob's ladder, all that matters is the fact that you go in this battle, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor roll, your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor roll, your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor roll, your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, sneak attack, never that, you know I don't fuck with that, grim reaper knocking at your door, homie, good luck with that, see you in the afterlife, you're speaking to the poltergeist, life's a gamble, baby, some time, you gotta roll the dice, give advice, avoid the fights, my feelings are cold as ice, graduate from slaughter high, willies on South Philly bikes, pulling up on Erie Ave, streets are like the wrestling world, you can always see the rats, by that I mean all the girls, <laughs> get your money man, fuck the world, step out of your shell, you gotta find a pearl, open up the floodgates, I bring tsunamis man, uptown Philly, Kensington, we call it zombie land, too young to give you all a life lesson, take a bow in the king's presence, you little peasants, knocking on the heavens door, took the stairway to heaven, keep your AR-15, my words are my weapons, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor, roll your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor, roll your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes, I'm self-made, I'm a man of my own, I'm trying to conquer my dreams and sit back on the throne, claim your turf, your territories, not a part of my home, we gave life to robots and put our power in drones, we made a crook the president, trying to put aliens in tents, put a wall up, build a bridge, reconnect with some sense, to be the best, you gotta beat the best, you gotta feed the flesh, fuck the teachers, test is chaos, they're trying to let us bleed to death, open communication, you gotta make sure there's no secrets left, people are a lost cause, have to breathe, repossess, let the angels fly high, the birdies gotta leave the nest, pure like a vegan's flesh, I run it like a sneaker test, Stay loyal, baby, loyalty is everything I gotta keep it motivating Try to bless your eyes with this art I'm making My heart is breaking, complicating things up in my life That I lost my patience Visit dirty jurors for the dirty ocean view Ten toes down, gotta stay up on my P's and Q's Try to tear us down, but that's nothing new Same shit, different avenue, we had some moves Try to do right, but I took the wrong turn Light it split, let it burn, add the ashes to the urn it's your life, get it right, you only live it once Save your freedom while you're here, never visit prison once I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you Live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals Let my mama know I never made the honor or your honor I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you Live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals Let my mama know I never made the honor or your honor I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes I'm losing it, going crazy, I'll be honest with you, live your life the way you wanna live, I don't honor rituals, let my mama know I never made the honor, or your honor, I'll be honest with you, I don't even honor codes.
All right, y'all. We are back real quick. Uh, we are actually going to go ahead and wait till next week to do the other 50. We're looking at this list right now, and I'm going to tell you right now, we got movies like American Pie, Step Brothers. We got Police Academy movies, My Cousin Vinny, uh, Spaceballs. You guys, we're going to be here forever if we sit here. So next week... Come on back. We are going to do 49 through number one of the all-time greatest comedy films. Anthony, as always, I appreciate it. Bobby, thanks for hanging with us. Thank you for having me, as always. No problem, man. And I know we could do the other 100, but we're going to be here forever talking about some of the movies coming up that I looked at on this list. Yeah, some heavy hitters. <laughs> some heavy. And you know what? It's actually going it, 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 to... It's probably going to make some of the... Movies that were real low on the yeah. list, understandable. <laughs> um, yeah. And now, spoiler alert, number one is Roots. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. All right. Anyway, everyone in the chat room is asking, yes, that song that I just played was actually Shaheen. So, uh... Check him out, man. He's coming out with new songs all the fucking time. And left talented to dude, he is. Man. Oh, and he might be—he's he, actually working on something uh, with with somebody you might have heard of as well. Name is uh, what's that guy's name? Bobby. That's his name. Yeah. Shaheen and I are working on something currently, so look forward to that. I think everybody's looking forward to hearing that, man. We'll see what y'all got going soon. And uh, on that note, I guess we are out of here, y'all. Like I said, appreciate you joining us, Bobby. We will see you next week. For the other half of this fucking list. Anthony, always good hanging with you, man. And uh, we will see everybody next motherfucking week. Later, y'all. Peace. Go home and get your fucking shine box.